0: Hey, Krish. What's up, man? How you doing? I'm all right. Have you seen this video? Which one, man? Have you seen this damn video? <laughs> bro, which one are you talking about? T-shirt. 17.5, same color of my damn T-shirt.
1: I, bro, I don't know who you're talking about. Is that a, is that a song by, um, what's his name? Uh, Lil Uzi? No.
0: No. No. The- <laughs> The Godly Trio, better than the Beatles, better than uh, whatever. What? whatever band Mick Jagger was in. I'm talking I think about. It's called Rolling Stone. Ah uh, no, whatever. <laughs> Nobody cares. That what happened. That happened in like 1920. I'm talking about <laughs> 2017. The Migos.
1: Wow, no, man. I, I've never heard of them. I, I uh, I've never heard of this song either. But what? You've never heard of them?
0: Never, man. Migos. Three Spanish guys, or? Yo, I hate you so much right now. Alright, so amigos, three young gentlemen from Atlanta crafted these these new flows, honestly, in 2011. Right? These new flows, these these thick voices over these uh, thumping beats. You know what? what? Now that you mention it,
1: they came up with that dab dance move. Oh, I, I love that dab. D-
0: dab. Dab on them, right? I'm leaving. Um, uh, Don't ever delete me from your contacts. Um, Unfriend me from Facebook. Uh, Don't follow me on Bebo anymore. Delete MySpace, period. Um, I can't take this.
1: Can I I still hit you on Bumble, though?
0: Yeah, but be kind about it. Be sweet. You know, on Tinder, you gotta be like, um, I'm a disgusting fuck that just needs to do whatever... To please myself, but on Bumble, you have to be like, uh, I'm just looking for just a person to share uh, some linguine with. Okay, so, I, I can do that. All right, in the meantime, watch this damn Academy Award, future Academy Award winning video. All right, okay, man. Hey, you know what you should check out in the meantime, too?
1: It's this podcast called High Top Flip Flops.
0: Whoa, segue. What's
1: going on? High Top Flip Flops, episode 12. <clears throat> We're in the cut here, back in Pickering, undisclosed location. It's blistery outside. You know what else is blistery? Naveg's throat. He's very sick right now. How are you doing today, man?
0: Oh, man, I'm going to be honest because it's for the podcast. I don't tell lies on the podcast. Um, it's not good. Uh, I've been um, coughing. I think I lost a lung. been coughing for about a week and a half. Uh, overdose on cough syrup. Uh, we'll get into that later, <laughs> um, but you know what? I don't learn my ways, and I'm drinking new cough syrup because uh, these inhalers aren't working. Uh, also, shout out inhaler boys. We're moving on for the next year. Um, and just for uh, some quick intros, you no, know, this is Novak, aka Tamil Tyrese, aka Aziz Bansari, aka Mr. Run Up to Your Girl, say hello, then run away. And uh, of course, we have uh, young thespian. It's Chris, as always, aka Chris. Aka not Chris, Aka the Tamil Hemingway,
1: Aka Mister Date Your Girl with You, uh, and today we have a. As always, actually, I always say, today we have a special. As always, we have a very special guest who's come all the way from Oakville, Ontario. Please introduce yourself to the listeners, here, man. What's
2: going on, guys? Uh, it's uh, Ahmed Hussein. I'm from Oakville. Uh, go to school in Toronto uh, with Ashina Bay. Go to Ryerson. And what? What's your
1: most? Uh, what's your? What's your most? Uh, your the, the best feature about yourself. <laughs> that was a bad question. <laughs> a
0: job,
2: job interview,
1: man. Yeah. Uh, what? Well, can you just state your uh, the your three most
0: three strengths and three weaknesses about yourself? Yeah, you want
2: my social insurance? Yeah, yeah. Please. Let's do. say
0: you're in a situation with Susie, and Susie <laughs> just does not leave the store. Okay. So
1: crazy story. So uh, a friend of mine, Sid, Sid Bala, he told me that uh, in an interview that he did um, for a bank, uh, it's a pretty like intense job, but they asked him. Uh, as specific, like they basically were just like as explicitly as you can get. How many Facebook users do you think, or are there in Canada? Not do you think, but how many Facebook users are there in Canada? And like, you had to answer it. And I guess later you kind of found out that like very easily they can tell, like whether you're gonna you're gonna even progress to like the next interview, like if you even just like take a moment to think about it, because there are a lot of people who just kind of like laugh at the question, you know, they'll ask the question, and will be like, oh, millions, and that's it, mm. uh, but Sid was like, he told me, he like, you know, they gave, or there was like a sheet of paper on the table, he's like, do you mind if I use this for a second? <laughs> Grabbed the sheet of paper, and just like had a pen on him, and like formulated something, and like came up with some number, whether it was right or not doesn't really matter but you know just the fact that like they stopped for a second and kind of wrote all this thing out supposedly like how many light bulbs do you think there are in toronto yeah is like another question that's been asked before like well
2: yeah two things though uh i'm pretty sure I th- is this the same sid Bal? that is sid Bal. Yeah, yeah i know sid. whoa oh, connections man. Yo, shout out sid yeah he's a nice guy uh, <laughs> <He's> a- <laughs> i had a class i had a class in this semester really but, uh, yeah communications class uh nice dude that's very very eloquent. Very eloquent. Yeah, yeah. Oh man. Second thing, it's uh, I literally, just, uh, have you guys watch The Office? Yes. Oh, of yeah. yeah, yeah. It's an episode of The Office where they're interviewing Andy and they ask him to say how many windows are in New York, um, and or, or like how far away is the sun? Yeah. And it's just like, just like it's like critical thinking. I mean, obviously they turn into a joke. Right. That shit's crazy. Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't know what I, I mean. I, yeah. Right. Like, be like that'd throw me for a loop if they asked me that in job interview. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Yeah. The,
0: the thing is, I think you should just throw out a random number, but be extremely confident with it because yeah. they're not i don't even think they know to be honest
2: yeah they probably they don't know they definitely don't know i think they're asking a question that on purpose they don't know but it's like uh yeah it's just they want to see your thinking and i, see, I think i want to see you they want to see you explain it really yeah that's like, all your, it is right? Process, right yeah
1: exactly because like yeah. how are you really going to know how many light bulbs are on yeah like even even just trying to do that math on the spot yeah impossible cool. you mm-hmm. know yeah mm-hmm. um but either way we're happy to have you here man you. um Obviously, you're you're you said you're you're going to Ryerson. What is it that you're you're studying at Ryerson, or you have been studying at Ryerson? Uh,
2: it's my last semester. I'm studying entrepreneurship. Okay, uh, so cool, I'm getting my, my bachelor of commerce. I'm actually in the same program as Nave. Okay, that's, so that's you, how we know each other. We had a couple classes together. Right on. So, yeah.
1: Okay, man, sick. Um, yeah. but you know, obviously, that being what you're kind of studying right now, something that you're extremely passionate about, or how I know of you is through your photography. Uh, yeah. and, and work in is it videography as well is it mainly just photography that so, you've kind of dabbled in right now
2: so about a year and a half ago i bought like a dslr camera as yeah. like i the reason i bought it was like i want to get into videography because like, i love film yeah. like you know uh and graphic design is my passion you know right. all that yeah, all that shit whole spiel i'm an art hole. that kind of thing so, <laughs> man yeah. look if it's yeah, something yeah, you're yeah. into right like <laughs> yeah, you got yeah, the you got the money for yeah, it yeah like, but about. no yeah i bought a dslr camera um to kind of, uh, I mean, I was pretty ignorant about it to think that, like, I would jump into videography and, like, I definitely didn't buy the right camera for videography, but right. it was just, like, a big, pretty basic DSLR. started taking some pictures of my friends. Um, and then what really, like, the what it re- like, really sparked was when I put them into Photoshop and I started playing around. Yeah. <laughs> and then that's, like, when I was, like, all right, man, like I can do some crazy shit in Photoshop. <laughs> right? We can um, make
1: anyone look amazing. Yeah, yeah. It, it's
2: not. It's not even that. It's, like, more like, um, just, like, like, making collages, you know, right. like, you know, completely changing the texture of a photo, you know, like, all that shit, like, it was, I really try to, like, kind of push the boundaries of, like, what I recognize as just, like, a regular picture, or, like, a regular, I guess, Instagram of, like, a photographer, right? and more into, kind of, like, um, yeah, just graphic design and that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Like, graphic art, I'd say. Um, and then, like, re- quite recently, actually, I've tried to make the transition into videography, Less in the way of, like, the technical aspect. So, like, I'd, I'd say, like, I, you know, like, I kind of know how, like, the technical aspects of it work. But, right. like, more of just sort of directing and, like, kind of finding that sort of leadership. Sort of being, like, the leader of, like, you know, there's people behind the camera. There's people working lighting. And, like, I do know a little bit of that stuff. But I'm I'm really trying to be kind of, like, the head headhunter. Like, for sure, for sure. Yeah, just kind yeah. of
1: have every kind of... You know, angle covered in terms of in terms of just like all of the the production, right?
2: Yeah, yeah. You know what it is. I, I was like, before I used to be really obsessed with like trying to understand how everything technically worked. But I thought about I'm like it's like unrealistic of myself. And like I don't care how like how lighting works. You know, like I just, <laughs> I want the end result, right? Like I want the lighting to look good, or right. like you know I want like the, the, the ISO to be set like on the right amount on on the camera. Like, right. I don't care what ISO means. You know. Right. I, I just want things to look good. Right. Um, so like I mean, to a certain extent, obviously you gotta learn stuff and you gotta like understand. Right. But uh, at the other end, like you can, you also gotta just like leverage your circles and like yeah. you know, these people who are passionate about that. People who are ex- like have the expertise. So it's like let them handle it. You know. Right. You it's, know, like if you if you can like take the creative direction and like you can be the like you know sort of the leader there, then right. like, why not?
1: Right. Especially yeah, especially when uh, when maybe what what you envision can be articulated to someone who who doesn't know exactly what it is, or maybe maybe you can't, but. They have that, they have enough knowledge for them, for you to be like, I want like the yeah, light yeah, to come yeah, from yeah, here, or whatever yeah, it yeah, is, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, and then they're able to translate that for nah, you, right? Yeah. Um, and it also just speaks on collaboration as well, right? And how much, one, more engaging it can kind of be, and two, just like how much more growth can kind of happen, right? Just because yeah. you have more people, you have more voices,
2: yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, like so, like I, I said, like I just got into videography. Like I haven't even put a video out. Like right. we've been, I've been working on something like since September. No way. Like we filmed. Oh, I've been working on it for, like the last like year, but like it, we we filmed into, at the end of September, and like we've been playing with the concept, and like it's like a whole mess. But right. um, yeah, like you know how these things go. But uh, yeah, like I mean, the team is like the like the biggest part, like because right. you can't just bring anyone on. It's like you said, like they got to get behind your vision mm-hmm. and they yeah. got to like understand. Um, and like you said, like when there's too many voices, like it's like you, it's so hard to, right? You know, like even now, like there's, I'd say there's four of us really that work on these okay. kind of things, uh, and even then, like we butt heads all the time. For and sure, it's like hard to kind of like find a, a middle ground or like find a like refocus. Yeah, then, absolutely. Know, not get lost in the argument, kind of. Yeah, thing. yeah, yeah definitely.
1: Yeah. And what? And uh, that was actually leading into my next question, which is like, yeah, well, who is your who is your team or who are the people that you kind of. Uh have find found yourself working with the most. Yeah. As yeah.
2: So um I'd say like I guess I could start with sort of just chronologically, like what like one of my closest friends Chris Chris right. Martins, um, so I met him in high school. So like yeah, we've just been friends since high school. Um and like, you know, like when you grow up with someone like that, like you're always experiencing the same things, you know, like we'd see movies together or like, you know, like we'd listen to the same music, we'd be like, Hey man, like check out this song or check out this album. So like it was kind of we were exposed to the same things. So right. like we kind of became a product of the same environment. Of course, yeah. Um, so like, me and him have always been sort of creatively inclined. Right. So um, the, him, uh, and then I went to U of T for two years, at uh, University of Toronto, actually, the Mississauga campus. Right. Uh, and there I met one of my, my close buddies now named Vankit. Okay. Um, uh, Vankit Ravindra. So he's like, he's like in the crew, he's winning right now. Like he's yeah. like, he's <laughs> a close, like he he dropped out of UTM. Uh, he's going to fashion, like fashion and marketing, I think, at um, George Brown. Right on. Um, he's like, he's full time at committee members, but like right. he, uh, um, yeah, like he's like, yeah, he's like full time there. He's like a really integral part of the team. Right. But like, o- o- obviously, he spends a lot of time with us on our, our creative projects. Mm-hmm. And then, like, the newest addition was um, just, so I, I work retail, so like one of my buddies, um, he goes to television production. And this is kind of, touch- I was touching on this before, but uh, like just the technical ac- expertise, yep. we kind of brought him on. His name's Aaron Sandu, but okay. um, yeah. So you met him at work? Yeah, I work work at Chapters, actually. Nice, Mm -hmm. So, yeah, so um, he just got hired last year. I've been there for, like, three, like, forever, three and a half years. (laughs)
1: What's the deal with uh, people just, like, coming and, like, sitting and reading books for, like, hours? Are they allowed to do that? Or do you have to, like, enforce them to leave? Okay,
2: well, it depends on the store, but, um, like, stores like Square One, they're, like, not with that just because, like, they get a lot of, they get, like, a rough crowd in there sometimes. And Mm -hmm. it's a lot of, like, bus goers because, like, right outside the bus, like, go bus station. So, like, it depends on the store, but, like, the whole thing with, like Indigo is they're trying to really promote that whole like experiential retail. So, like, Uh, the fact that people feel comfortable enough to like just pop a squat on the ground and just read a book, read a book. It actually, like, it's very like it's like the fact that we can make them feel that comfortable is like we're winning, you know? Probably, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, this is the how long the closing Uh, procedures? Uh, half an hour. (laughs) Really?
0: You still get it done. What with all yeah. those people? I'm assuming that are just. Uh, we close
2: at ten, which is again a ridiculous time for like mm-hmm. something like a chapter to close. Because like <laughs> by nine o'clock, like there's no one. Is... on a Sunday. We close at nine. S- people assume we're closed after five thirty. So we have like ten customers. Like
0: close at nine on Sunday. Yeah, God, it's damn. ridiculous. Right? Damn. Yeah. Yeah. That's so horrible. between like
2: six and nine, like those three hours, we have like maybe like. 10 customers
1: you're running a laps yeah so like That's all the closing like
2: really the closing procedures, putting shit back yeah <laughs> um, mm. you know like like putting books back and magazines back that people just like take and leave places um, and then like just some like obviously cash procedures but like that just usually doesn't take
0: that long yeah mm. oh real yeah. quick sorry um, I just want to talk about the vision, the vision. because yeah. like sure. uh, I want to say this was last week or maybe even the week before but um, I was in the the studio um, <laughs> with uh with Vedusin, shout out Vedusin. He's New making Shin. music. He's making some some powerful songs yeah, under her V2 mm. and uh, Jensha as well. She's like she can sing.
1: Yeah, she was on the last last podcast. Shout out to uh, Janisha Yeah.
0: And Vedusin asked her, hey, um, what what chord do you sing in? And she was like, I don't know what that is, but I can sing. Or she didn't say I can sing. <laughs> I just added that because I know she can. Yeah. And then she just and then she blew it out of the park. Same with. Uh, what you just said, like you didn't know what i s o or
2: yeah well, um, i'm learning i'm learning, but like I'm not too concerned about that like I'm more concerned about like i guess Yaki like you said the
0: vision but the thing is if anybody looks at your instagram, if you want to plug it real quick
2: yeah it's at uh, it's really stupidly complicated it's at a dot h u s dot s a i m well
1: and, we'll definitely link it in yeah. the and uh, the social medias for sure. Yeah, for sure
0: yeah so if anybody looks at his Instagram you'll be like oh these are probably professional shots the vision (laughs) the vision is is there oh man and you would think that oh like he he knows the ISO is like 96 in this photo (laughs) which uh, I'm gonna come clean I have a camera as well I don't know what that is um, is it shutter
1: speed is that is that what that is
2: yeah I mean real quick real quick breakdown would be uh, there's three like uh, sort of exposure features on a camera on the ISO aperture and shutter speed and they all kind of have secondary functions Okay. um, which are like it would take a while yeah. to get into those. I
1: just yeah. remember uh, in high school there were uh, there was a, a group of people who got uh, DSLRs and they would do um they they would I can't remember if they, you turn the I think you turn the ISO low and you like uh, some people would like, hold, like, a light in their backyard or something and then take a picture and then, like, draw, like, a heart or something with it just uh, because, yeah. like... That yeah, I mean the shutter speed. The, okay, so that's yeah, shutter you, speed. Yeah, so, okay. like, you can
2: basically make a shutter speed, like, on, like, any basic DSLR. You can yeah. do like, almost, like, I think 30 seconds is, like, the, the, the lowest it goes right. on mine. Um, and that means, like, the shutter closes. It takes 30 seconds for it to close. Right, so you right? can
1: do whatever... You can move around the light. And yeah, the so stuff. any
2: movement that's caught within those 30 seconds will be reflected in the picture. Right. So it's, like yeah you can like that's how they get like those crazy like traffic shots yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. um you know or like uh you know people like zooming by and stuff like that that's how they get for sure shout out
1: to tumblr in 2011 you know that inspired uh, i'm still on tumblr man (laughs) i know you guys I'm still on tumblr (laughs) oh Oh, man man, absolutely yeah i
0: was just on tumblr today but um i still haven't used it man i I like
1: couldn't get into it
0: yeah like um i was super into it during like 2010 like the whole Ian Connor, Glenn Brown right, phase, right, 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 right. Right. right? And then, I want to say in like 2014 when like Twitter and IG came out, just, just al- sort of, alternate platforms, right? Yeah, yeah. I yeah. sort of offed it. You know? The cool thing is,
1: is right? It still to this day, and I think that's where it became popular. Is that it stood for grounds of curation, right? For mm-hmm. a lot of people, um, and this is you know this is a a, a whole different topic that yeah. we can even try and get into. But for a lot of people who feel like putting their own content out there. is you know too difficult or you know they don't feel like they have the means to do it um you know a lot of time it costs a lot of money whatever it is um sometimes they can still choose to be creative in a way or Mm. choose to express themselves through curation or picking the things that they like whether it be music or photos or videos or whatever gifts you know Mm -hmm. Uh, and just like sharing them on like a page you know for, for other people to kind of see um and you know there's so many people who have I don't want to say made a living, but have eventually been reached out to for their expertise or their taste in something, right? Because a lot of the time you kind of look at this page and be like, oh, wow. Like I, you know, you think about in like retrospect, it's like, oh, wow, like this person is just sharing photos. But like this collection of photos, like as I scroll through, it's like, cool. I like these photos, you know? Um, And it's like, they didn't make any of these, you know, someone else did or or like a, a large span of people have, you know. But, uh, but yeah, in one way or another, we're still attached or we're still attracted towards the person who has found these things. You yeah.
2: Know? Yeah. No, either. Uh, it's yeah. Like, I mean, ASAP blew off Tumblr, right? I was yeah. about to say that. Yeah. ASAP. Yeah, yeah, for it's sure. like, you know, like, oh you know, like, see where he got now. Like, you know, like it's, it's where he is now. Um, you know, like, yeah, like Tumblr is like a great platform. I mean, like you could probably argue that like something like YouTube or like even like Twitter uh, for like these guys, like Jesus and stuff, yeah. but, like you know, like it's it's probably a more like lucrative or more kind of uh, like it's easier to be like successful on those platforms. Right. But I think like it like Tumblr really helps you find that kind of subculture, sort of like very, yeah, like niche communities. Yeah, that's right. Uh, you find the weirdest shit on Tumblr. Yeah. Right now. Like, it's, yeah, it's some like messed up. Where's the weirdest happens.
1: place you've gone to on Tumblr? Where's the deepest place you've dove? Oh man, man I don't
2: even know. Um, <laughs> oh, you know what I hate on Tumblr? That's it. Right. Um, and it's, like, it always leaks, like, no matter who you follow, it always leaks into your, like, your your dashboard. Yeah. It's, like, the, the weird, like, super fans of, like, Sherlock or, like, <laughs> or, like Doctor Who or, like, really? and, like, there's, like, fan fiction and there's, mm. like, it, it's like, ah, it's just weird. Honestly, like, do you, man? Like, do you like that shit, like, I, I, like you know, go 100% do you, but, like, it's, like, your whole identity <laughs> is wrapped around a TV show or, like, four TV shows, you yeah. know, that, like, I can't, I don't know, I just it just, I'm, like... You know, like read a book. You know, like, um, there's more more there's yeah, more to life, you know? Take a walk like you know, like um, <laughs> I, I just say that's like I, I think like yeah, it always like leaks out of my dashboard somehow. Um it's also like if you also like meet people and they're like, Oh, what's your Tumblr? and they follow you then it's like sometimes you have to deal with, like, what they're posting and that kind of Right, way, right, right. You know, and, like, you just got to kind
1: of... Same way with Facebook. Yeah, yeah, you, know, yeah, you just got to deal it. with,
2: like, yeah, dumbass political views and that kind of <laughs> thing. But, like, <laughs> yes. uh, yeah, you know, like, you, you just respect it, respect it. And, like, you know, if it makes you cringe, it makes you cringe. Oh, man, oh, yes. real,
0: real quick, you listen to the Bodega Boys?
2: The Bodega Boys, no.
0: Oh, because Des- you mentioned Deezus.
2: Oh, I'm not, like, yeah, I know, like, I know, like, what he, uh, like, I know he has a show on Viceland now. Yeah, like, oh, he's, yeah. he's, like, he's made it big, but... um. I don't even think I follow... Like, I barely use Twitter. I don't even think I follow him on Twitter. Right. But, like, yeah, I just know, like, he's, like, he's big in that, like, kind of subculture. For sure, kind of, for like, sure. A, like, a huge name, and he's apparently hilarious. Yeah, I mean, that's oh a, that's a
1: thing, right? Same same kind of deal is, like, a lot of these guys have used the internet to just, like, <laughs> let the world know that they're funny people, you know? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's, like, you know, a lot of people haven't had to, you know, like, that kind of wave, I feel like it kind of... Well, no, I don't want to say it stopped, but, you know, the, like from Kevin Hart and beyond that like oh I grinded in the comedy clubs I got booed off stage blah 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 blah, and then you know made it big kind of deal there are so many people who have just used the internet as like a platform to just like say yeah. stupid stuff or like say stuff that has made people laugh right yeah, absolutely. it's, it's kind of yeah it's kind of wild to think yeah, you know twitter yeah. especially as a platform it's like in 140 characters you've gained like a following by just saying like whether it be like relatable stuff or just yeah. like something super funny right yeah. uh putting like a really hilarious caption on like a photo mm. um which is kind of wild absolutely something uh something you very briefly mentioned um about you and your friend chris you know kind of growing up yeah, uh, yeah. in a similar environment uh, I'm kind of curious to know I think for a lot of the guests that we've had on our show um, something that we have have never really dove into is just like your your upbringing what your, mm. your 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 you know even like your your time in high school I feel like that's always like a, a yeah. pivotal part of who we kind of are you know yeah absolutely uh, and, I'm, and I'm super curious to know about what your upbringing is you know off um, before we started recording you very briefly mentioned what uh, your hometown Oakville was kind of like growing up yeah uh, I'd love for you to yeah, so I actually, sure. uh,
2: I guess up until a few years ago, I wouldn't even consider opening my hometown. Like, I, right. um, from ages, like, 8 until 14, which isn't actually not even that long. Yeah, like, 8 until 14, we lived in Mississauga, or, yeah, honestly, the timeline is crazy. But we, I lived in Mississauga for a lot of my, like, kind of, uh, like, I guess, middle school, like, late elementary right, right, age. Right, um, So, like, I love Mississauga, right? I love right. where we live, like, we live right near square one. Yeah. Um, you know, be, yeah, best area. Um, and then my mom's like, yeah, we bought a house in Oakville. And like, I was just mm-hmm. like, what the hell is this, man? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. moving out in the middle of nowhere, it's like all these white people, yeah. you know, like, <laughs> none of them will relate to my, like, Bollywood jokes, you know? Yeah. Like, <laughs> it was just, it was just, like, it was like um, I I don't know, like, it was kind of a sh- like a shitty buzz. Um, oh,
1: absolutely! How old were you when that move was? 14, 14 Oh right. man, yeah. that's, that's the worst peak, right? Yeah. Were uh, you? Yeah, thirteen going peak. on fourteen. Yeah, yeah. So you're so you graduate mm-hmm. elementary school, and now you're gonna move to some new high school. Is yeah. That? So it was literally oh, like it graduated
2: like grade eight, and then like it was like my, the high school I was going to was in Oakville Bro, that's yeah. that's
1: the that's why mm-hmm. Simple Plan made music. Yeah. You know what I mean? it was like <laughs> For yeah, the good. kids yeah. who graduate elementary school and have to move somewhere to a new high school. Right? Yeah, yeah. So like
2: I I gotta admit, first two years of high school were like shit because I didn't know anyone. Right. And like I don't know. Like a shy kid, I wasn't like really. I don't know, I didn't really come to my show until later, um, of course. I
1: know mean, you have yeah. no foundation to yeah. like have anyone back you, right? You have no, yeah, no elementary school friends, or yeah. Like-
2: um, and then, like, yeah, I guess, like, uh, like, yeah, I had like a couple friends here and they're grade 10, um, started hanging. Like, it was always like it, it's kind of curious because, like, it's like the brown people always kind of gravitate towards each other, right. So I'm just like, yeah. yeah, you know, it's like, who am I going sit to sit by side in this class? It's like, yo, it's the brown guy, right? He's going to relate mm-hmm. to me, right? So, like, there was a small niche of, like, you know, it grew bigger and bigger as, like, each year went by. Right. There was a small niche of brown kids, uh, which I, like, gravitated towards. Um, and, like, it was always, like, um, and, like, like looking back, I probably, there was probably better opportunities of, like, playing sports and that kind of thing. I was mm-hmm. never a big sports guy. Right. But, like, there was always, like, the, the, the gym was open to play ball at lunch. Right. So, like, all those guys met each other like that. And, like, I kind of just sort of, like found my way into the, the sure. brown kids and then like um i guess like like there was like maybe like 12 of us and like it was sort of like broken down into subgroups uh and then like yeah i mentioned my friend chris and i think like like the way me and him sort of like bonded and sort of became close was really over music right so like we would um it just became like a thing of like yo every day it was like i'm gonna show him like we're gonna show each other like a yeah. new song yeah you know? yeah, yeah. Like uh, uh, we like we came up on um, Kid Cudi like grade eleven, right? Mm-hmm. Which was like what 2010, 20, 2009, 2010, something okay. like that. Um, and like we were blown away. Like yeah. that shit. Like to me, Kid Cudi is like still like my one of my favorite artists of all time. You yeah. know, like yeah, yeah. The last album was like you know kind of weak. You know, yeah. the one before that was like I didn't even listen to <laughs> but, you know. Uh, but like the the first three albums, um, to me like you know like instant classics. Um, you know like. You know, like that whole like Travis Scott thing, like, oh, you got me through high school kind of thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I completely relate to that in right. a way, like, you know, he was like singing shit that, like, it was, it's the thing with Kid Cudi is like, a lot of people try to pinpoint, like, where is, like, why he's so relatable. Yeah. And I think it's like a lot of people, when kids are feeling down, a lot of people are like, oh, I've been there, and you know, like, I know where you're, where you're going through. But, like, that's not genuine, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, like, this guy was just saying how he felt, and right. it was just, like, true. It was just honest. Right. So, um, I bonded with a lot of my friends over, like, music movies that kind of thing Yeah, yeah, yeah. uh and then yeah kind of just went from there um went to utm <coughs> for two years had no idea what i was doing yeah at university of toronto mississauga wanted to do business i was in english or some nonsense <laughs> um i hated it i yeah. was like miserable i'm like what is, why is this isn't for me for sure um transferred to ryerson after my second year kind of had to start fresh yeah but absolutely. um you know it was definitely the right choice and like Ryerson's a great school, and yeah, yeah. I definitely came out of my shell. One, I'd say from Ryerson, just because the amount of like group work I had to do, like n- like never before. Not really, even like, like in high school it was ridiculous. No way. Uh, like it's yeah, the business program at Ryerson, I think is like, and anybody can like speak to this. Oh, I think I think it's like a good, really well like rounded program. Um, and, and and also just working retail, I think it's like you're forced to like talk to people. <laughs> yeah. you're forced to like you know For connect sure, with man. people, and like that's sort of like. Where I really came into my show. Yeah. yeah, that's sort of like a breakdown of where I'm from. Yeah, yeah. for
0: sure. Wait, so you didn't like the the last album?
2: Uh, like songs. Passion, Pain, and Demon's Land. Yeah. Uh, I like the Willow Smith song. I like the the Andre Benjamin or yeah. 3000 or whatever he's yeah. going yeah. by now song, or songs I should say. Surfing was good. Frequency was good. I don't know. Like the vibe for it wasn't just I wasn't I don't know. I think just because like for me it's like I don't know. I just have such high expectations with yeah. with his past music. Um, and, like, you know, it has a lot to do with, like, he could be releasing the same quality of music now. It could just be, like, when I was 17 or 18 or 16 or how old was I, when I first listened to it, like, that shit, like, resonated with me. Like, right. the person yeah. I was then was, like, that's exactly what I needed. Yeah. Right? And, like, maybe this isn't what I need now as, like, a 23-year-old. Yeah. Um, you know, or, like, maybe I'm past that. Um, it's like when you go back and watch your favorite movies, you know, you're like, man, what is this? this isn't that good. But yeah, exactly. I watched The Lost World the other day or Jurassic Park. Oh, World, right, right, right. I was like... I love this movie as a kid and it's good, but like, you know, it I, doesn't resonate. Why man, did I watch this every yeah. single day? Yeah. <laughs> you know,
1: that was like the first three Fast and Furious movies. Yeah. For me. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> yeah. Yo, man, Fast and Furious 2, Ludicrous. Oh my god, you That, that, movie? Way you that go. bro. Oh my gosh, bro? just that whole movie. The second one, I don't know, maybe it was just the colors or something That's as weird, like a kid. Like, I was,
2: as a second one to me, I'm like, Vin Diesel isn't even in this. Yeah. So not, why did I watch this?
0: You, you know, yeah, uh, <laughs> I have like, a lot of uh, mixed opinion or bad opinions about uh. oh man like i look back
1: on it now and i'm so embarrassed like i'm i'm beyond embarrassed that (laughs) that movie resonated with me it was 100 just because it was loud there were lots of colors and you know man tokyo
2: drift i think resonated with like almost any 13 year like like, yeah something about it man it it was honestly it was that like on like that underdog story i think of a kid like just like you know, getting the girl, getting the car. Oh, man, of know, course. You know, like, really coming out. Oh, he's drifting, And then man. Like, was just, like, the coolest character. Oh, ever, exactly,
1: yeah, exactly. You know, like, so, and there's Bow Wow, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yo, <laughs> Bow Wow's <laughs> in the film.
2: With his Hawkmobile. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. That yeah, <laughs> that thing was, like, the ugliest thing ever. He's
1: like, yo, check on my ride. I'm yeah, like, it's like, really? oh, really? my gosh. Yeah, that... Like <laughs> everything about the Fast and Furious is so bunky, particularly yeah. the fact that it's still going on and there's yeah. more oh, movies. Oh man, coming that tr- next
2: trailer looks ridiculous. Oh my gosh, just it's like a oh, submarine man. or yeah, something. I don't exactly. know. Like,
0: you know, there's tanks and stuff. Yo, we're
1: gonna go drifting in that submarine still, yo.
2: Yeah, it's
0: crazy. I know people that still say that Seven movie, Fast and Furious <laughs> Seven, when. The scene where um, they split up. Oh, oh no! They're like, oh, it's the saddest <laughs> we'll moment in uh, film history. I'm like, come on, my dude. Yeah, G- it's not
2: the saddest <laughs> moment. But I'll, 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 I'll say this. That was that shit was sad. Yeah. That shit was sad. <laughs> it was, was definitely the saddest shit ever. Yep fucking um Wiz Khalifa and whatever else that, man, they, they nailed <laughs> oh, song. That's, that's true they nailed that man
1: song. they sat and watched that scene that yeah, 10 man. 10 like 10 minute scene like over and over again in the studio Universal whoever just locked him in a room they're like yo you're gonna come up with the saddest shit for this scene right here no nah, man
2: but- nah, I'm gonna be honest that shit was sad <laughs> it wasn't it was okay it was like it was sad for like a and period for sure it was like yeah, it was. Yeah, it wasn't like Bambi
1: sad. You know? I like, still, I still haven't seen it. To be honest with you, I've just seen the clip on YouTube. I, I haven't either. Oh, yeah. I haven't watched the rest of the movie. Uh, but what
0: ruined it for me was uh, a meme of Harambe sitting in the car. Oh man, that shit really. I was like, oh, oh, my, oh my god.
2: god. See, like, I still don't understand Harambe. Like, I understand like what happened and like I know like, like whatever. Obviously, like I just don't understand what it. Like, how did. People gravitate to something like
1: that. Okay, this is my theory, and this is my theory that I think I've spoken about on uh, on like one of our earlier podcasts too. And it's kind of like the scariest part about the internet. Um, one, it's the the like amount of people exposed to like one thing. Two, it's how accessible it is for your like opinion or your joke or whatever to be shared out there, um, which in turn kind of like desensitizes like the masses. And and three, like how long something can kind of stay out there to make everyone desensitized to it. Like you think about the, at the base of what this is, it was like, we we all know who fucking Harambe is and and the incident that happened at the Cincinnati zoo. And from what I understand, it was just a couple people who like latched on and started making jokes being like, we're, we're going to have like candlelight vigils for him Uh, or like, Oh, we all got to have to go to like his funeral or whatever. And then it started to become like a joke. It's like, Oh, we're going to go to Harambe's funeral. Like my university and like, that, like, universities across the country were, like, making Facebook events for, like, candlelight vigils for oh. Harambe. Because it's, like, you know, it's, like, if someone, like, a person uh, who, yeah, had some sort of, like, historical, historical or societal significance, mm-hmm. you know, a candlelight vigil or for, like, you know, lives lost in, like, in Syria or Turkey or anything like yeah, that, yeah. these things happen. Um, and it was made into a joke because it's, like, oh, it's happening for this ape. So, one, you know, this kind of, like, jab at having candlelight vigils or like having these funerals or like paying respects to people that have passed away is taking place which is already like oh that's kind of shitty you know like exactly and then two then it just kind of latches on and then on top of that you have this like pre-existing realm of like memification right it's just like taking something that is relevant and then plastering it over top of a bunch of other things that are already relevant because they've been solidified as memes and then it's just this like continuous cycle right so mm-hmm. now harambe's face shows up on on everything. It shows up in this Paul Walker thing. Yeah, people people yeah. start taking any, like, movie, any pop culture reference, any event in time that has taken place where someone should have been saved or someone died or someone did something, you know, heroic. It's like, let's put Harambe's face in there because it's relatable. It's like, yeah. I saw one where it's like the cover of Saving Private Ryan, but they put oh, Harambe's God. face Jeez. and it's like Saving Private Harambe. You know, <laughs> stupid shit like this. You've seen the same thing with the, uh, the Jordan cry face, right? Oh, yeah. It's like, this is a moment where, like, you know, <laughs> Easily, like the greatest player in the NBA, is like emotional because yeah. of you know he, he's you know he's reflecting on his time in the league and yeah someone latched onto it and I'm the first one I saw and it's like early inception was like uh, uh, it was some like horrible meme it was like uh, when your what did it say it said when your girl says uh she's pregnant on april fools but it's past 12 o'clock and it's like the jordan cry face (laughs) you know something like awful (laughs) like that and then it's like oh this is funny right it's like his face has been taken completely out of context it's been put into this realm and this is funny because it's jordan's crying face and oh like that's exactly how i'd look like if (laughs) that happened to me you know and then then it got blown like jordan cry face is used for everything everything you know it got first it was it was popularly used in sports, right? It's like, yeah, oh, yeah, when someone yeah, took yeah. an L or whatever, it's everywhere. But now it's it's for anything. It's for yeah, everything, yeah, yeah. right? Um, so then, yeah, one, it's like there's a whole generation of people. This is the part that freaks me out is like if you're probably like 13 and up
2: yeah,
1: or like not even, maybe like, 12, like 11 and up, you certainly have access to the internet and you can see all these things. But there's so many kids who just from like their exposure to it are not going to know Michael Jordan for who he was. Yeah. They're going to know him as that guy from the meme. Same thing with Kermit the Frog, same thing with Harambe, yeah. same thing with man like it, it, it the list cool. goes on, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Um like e- even before that, like if you remember in the very early days of memes like the Yao Ming one. Yeah. Like, There's yeah, so many yeah, people yeah, who don't so know early. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. And there are so many people who early. don't know that Yao Ming, like, played in the NBA, was, like, a professional basketball player. And that was way back then, right? So you think about now, and you also think about how it's, like, expanded into, like, it's grown exponentially, this idea of, like, me, right? It's the freakiest part for me. And especially with this Harambe thing, it's just like, oh, man, it's... It's nothing sacred, right? Yeah, (laughs) exactly.
2: Which is kind of like, I don't know, in, in, in anything, it's like, yo, the Internet's, like, the most fair place... You know, like, yeah. to get judged, you know? Yeah. Like, you know, there's no, like, the media, obviously, like, traditional media has, like, so much, with so many powers at play, you right. know? There's so many, like, hands kind of, like, just, like, altering stuff. I mean, yeah. But, like, the internet's like, man, if you want to, like, if that's the real test. Yeah, right? that's like, right. If you can succeed on the internet, like... That means like you're really successful, because like it's like you you like you you can either you know you'll succeed or it'll become a meme, right? No one's there's no nothing sacred, right? Yeah, nothing sacred. Like anyone can
0: become a meme.
1: Yeah, it is the is the only place where anarchy is just like allowed to exist in (laughs) this current day and age.
0: To be honest, uh, Kermit the Frog legend, (laughs) Michael Jordan, low key scumbag. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, If anybody just Google him, Wikipedia him. Look into his history. Like, he did some scumbag stuff.
1: Yeah, you're still gonna buy his shoes uh, next month, though, right? Oh, th- <laughs>
0: alright. The, um, the ones, the Royals, <laughs> are dropping, right? And that's the only Jordan I like. So, they're dropping in May, so I'm about to save up. Thirsty! We're gonna put a drop in there. I'm gonna be there. I'm gonna raffle every store. And then I'm just going to keep them in my closet.
1: Oh, and then you're going to burn then, them, right? Because he's a scumbag and you're going to make a, a protest about that. Uh No,
0: I'm going to sell them for 1500 in a couple months. But just admire them yeah, for the good. moment that okay. I have okay. them. Fair you know?
1: enough. Resell, right? Resell sneakers. Yeah. Who's the real scumbag, Naveek? Uh, Michael Jordan still is. <laughs> 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 what's,
0: what's,
1: his, what's his low light? What's his low light, really? Like, what's the one that sticks out to you in your head?
0: I don't want to drop it on the pod, but yeah. one thing I know is... Is him gambling over, um, like a nineteen-year-old virginity. What? So that's that's just one. I've never heard. I've never heard of that, oh, heard of that's that either. Crazy. No oh, way. Oh yeah, yeah. In high school, I had a lot of time, so I was always <laughs> reading up. Like, yeah. When we had that computer lab, I was just reading. So, um, so when once you listen to this pod, uh, go home, do some research mm. on your on your hero. Yeah. Your favorite person. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I take that back. I mean, I mean, I knew he was a like a trash talker and he's kind of scumbag on the court, uh, but I never knew he got that serious. So uh, yeah. I got some research to do myself. So
2: yeah, I got a question. I got a question actually, because like this kind of, um, it reminds me of something that like, kind of bugs me. And it's like, it's this whole like idea of like the problematic fave thing. We mm-hmm. guys hear this online all the time. Oh right? yeah. Uh, and, please like,
1: please do explain this though, because I don't think I've heard it. As,
2: so nah. like, um, it's kind of the idea that like, like, uh, like for example, like Johnny Depp is problematic, right? Because okay. like you know, like he has all these allegations of you know like domestic violence. That's right. Yada yada, so on and so forth. Um, that one's kind of pretty serious. I'm trying to think of someone else a little more like uh, Jennifer Lawrence. Okay. She's like, like on the internet, people hate her because yeah. she's like problematic because right. she's like, like super white white feminist. Like right. you know, a lot of people are really sort of. But like I I don't know I just hate this idea like oh this person's problematic let's boycott their whole career right. You know, and I just, I don't know, it just, like, bugs me. It bugs me that, like, people are just going to, like, one aspect of their life, you know, you're going to judge them and you're going to just kind of, like, tear them apart on the internet. Right. When it's, like, you're it's like you're basically putting yourself on a moral high ground, you know? Right. saying, like, you know what, like, I know what's right and wrong, right? And, like, you know, they might blatantly be saying, like, some pretty messed up stuff mm-hmm. or they might be, like, but, like, you know, give people an opportunity to grow. Like, once you, like make them the enemy they automatically don't want to hear you yeah. they don't want to gr- they don't want to they don't see your point as being valid that's right, right? like that's what happened with Tina Fey like a lot of people really um, don't like Tina Fey because like she's like a white feminist and she kind of like pushes this agenda of like feminism but like she really kind of just like throws women of color under the bus and like right. you know she had a movie that took place in Afghanistan and like a lo- like a lot oh, of like that's I- insensitive humor about like you know like women's rights in the Middle East and that right. kind of thing um, but like the internet just hated on her mm-hmm. and like it was just like she's like yeah like i'm just gonna ignore the haters which is like the like the obvious thing to do right yeah. you hear hate on the internet and you're like i'm just gonna ignore that yeah. whereas like you know instead of calling someone problematic and writing them off you know you need to like start a discussion and really like right. have that opportunity to like sort of have a back and forth
1: yeah absolutely you know?
2: the internet's terrible for that i think just like <laughs> writing people off and yeah. like this person's the worst this person's problematic or yeah. nonsense like that.
1: And on top of that there's also the uh the amount of uh, like how many people can especially in the internet just show apathy, right? Yeah. Like show no no care for anything and can just kind of start rolling start going in on something uh because it's accessible. Yeah. Right? Because everyone else is going in on it and it's like, you know, oh there's a chance for, for my existence to be validated if I jump in on this and like i toss in like a roast real quick yeah you know?
2: yeah yeah i mean it's just like not productive i think you yeah. know like i think a lot of the times yeah it's just like people getting like yeah just like they want to be a part of the conversation and they're not right. really focusing on what the conversation is or how it's moving you know people forward or right moving society forward it's yeah productive you
1: know yeah we kind of we very recently well not on our last part but a couple podcasts ago we were uh we very, I very briefly mentioned Fidel Castro. Yeah, um, and controversial figure. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, and you know, ha- you know, you have these these the two sides. I mean, uh, you obviously have the the side who are like, you know what, uh, this man had a vision for, uh, you know, making Cuba independent and like he had had this vision for communism um and you know it was his like resistance of the united states and resistance of capitalism that is like something that should be Mm. celebrated you know his yeah his passion for it um where and then you have the opposite school of thought who were like uh he was a mass murderer and ruined the lives for so many cubans right yeah um and uh i i just remember um i'm probably not going to articulate their their argument very well here but uh, what I do remember someone on the internet of course just you know as he passed away there were tons of debate everywhere yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I vividly remember um, as two people were arguing someone being like he killed this many people he had done this this yeah, yeah, this yeah, yeah. wrong someone was like um, especially upon like reflection of like someone who is now dead Yeah, yeah. like understanding and kind of coming to terms with, like, the duality of a, of a person, right? Yeah. Um, obviously, Fidel Castro is, like, an example that you can look at and talk about in, like, two very extreme cases, right? Yeah. Talking about uh, his political visions and, you know, his ties to, to Marxism and, and what he wanted to do uh, in kind of, like, revolt against yeah. these higher powers um, and his executions and, and the kind of terrible thing, you know, a variety of other terrible things that... Uh, that did happen under his name. Um, that the duality of a person can exist because yeah. uh, more we're complex. Right? Yeah, so yeah, like, yeah, exactly. Like
2: people like like to like make things so black and white. Like it's yeah. Sorry to interrupt. No, like, no. I mean, yeah, It's so to like it. oh, this person's bad or this person's evil, but like right. it's it's, it's uh, this person's good, or this person's bad. But yeah, it's never the case. You know,
1: That's you know, right for people. <laughs> and even like a, a good friend of mine, Matt Douglas. I remember he told me about this, or he kind of brought this up with me, and it was something that. I figured I'd ask you guys too, you know, something, um, obviously, uh, I think maybe six or seven months ago, um, obviously, you know, what is happening in in Syria right now is continuously happening. Um, Whether the media chooses to to speak about it or not, uh, yeah, something, unfortunately, we can't control at kind of like a a base level. But um, with that said, something that we see uh, very often on like our news feeds and social media, whatever it is, is someone posting an article and being like, mainstream media isn't covering this mm-hmm. um like uh how come we're not mourning the death of these people or like yeah, i'm right. i'm mourning the death of these people but like how come you guys aren't kind of deal right yeah. um <coughs> and essentially it kind of like what you were saying about uh taking like a moral putting ground, yeah a yeah. moral like high ground it is a it is a weird thing where yes what you're saying is valid the mainstream media is not covering the like the disaster and like misfortune that is taking place in Syria right Yeah. Um, but to almost tag that right and to, to kind of be like oh like I am mourning the, the death of these people and you probably don't know about this and it's because of me that yeah, that you get yeah, to kind yeah. of know about this um, yeah it, it, it's not only like yeah you kind of taking this moral high ground but it also doesn't help the cause because yeah, yeah. what, what you're doing by sending that message is or what I, I guess what I kind of think is like you have the intention of making people feel guilty, mm. right, and and hope, you know, potentially through guilt, you know, making a change in, in, you know, the things that you do in, like, a daily basis. But let's be real. Like, yeah. guilt only makes us do one thing for the most part, and that's just, like, curl up in a yeah, ball yeah, and be like, yeah, oh, yeah. I'm a shitty human. Yeah, yeah, and just make yeah. you introspective about the whole case, right? Yeah. That's yeah. not, not going to help the situation. Yeah. inspire action. Yeah, exactly. And kind of like what you are saying about, yeah, having a constructive discussion about someone, right? Mm. Like we talked we actually did talk about the Jennifer Lawrence thing talking about the like sacred rocks in like Hawaii yeah right? yeah, yeah. Um, which is
2: like yeah I mean that's a shitty thing to do but you know like I think it, it really it really comes down to like when you no matter what your values are like obviously everyone thinks that their own values are like the most sacred or they're most important or like they're the best way to do things right but once you start like pushing those values on other people and being like oh you need you now need to rise to my values right Right. or like yeah even saying rise is like you know presumptuous that like you're on a moral high ground right but like you're like yeah you need to prescribe to my values because my values are right Mm. you know and yeah i mean like we can have a discussion about what she did how what she did was wrong but to be like oh, yeah, like, yeah, you don't prescribe to my values, therefore, like, you're problematic, right. and, like, right. you're out of the picture, like, I'm never going to watch your movies again, or, mm. you know, which is your prerogative, too, if you don't want to watch a movie by with that person right. in, like, it's, that's, you know, it's good for you, but um, I just think, like, that's not, yeah, like I said, it's not productive.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if I can speak on that, like, I think if any of the people that I know uh, in my life right now knew how much... I dished out, like, the saying, that's so
0: gay, when I was, like, yeah, 11, like yeah. 11,
1: 11 or 12 years old. Like, I would not have yeah. any of the friends I have right now. Yeah, we all yeah. did it, to
0: be honest. Uh, that, yeah. But I'm yeah. talking, like, elementary, middle school. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. There's, there's a there's point. The N-word, right?
2: Like, the N-word is the same thing, right? Like, yeah. I, when I was, like, 14, I had no idea. Like, I obviously knew what the, like, you know, the historical, you know, sort of, kind of, like, value was right. to it, and, like, why it was so wrong. But it was just like, yo, my friend, like, my black friends say it, you know, like, my brown friends say it. If a white guy says it's messed up, but, like, yo, yeah, that's exactly. different, right? Like, I don't, I don't, I, like, don't apply to those rules. That's right. Yeah, but, like, yeah, I mean, like, we, we all, grow growing, you know? We're all, like. And there's know, a, yeah, there's
1: a point where you, yeah. where it kind of hits you dead in the face, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yo, Nav, man.
2: Yeah. You know, you're <laughs> listening. Yeah. We know you're listening. <laughs> yeah.
1: You can't, stop saying it, man. Stop saying it. We're happy to see you grow, kind of. There's a lot of things that, you know, coming back to. To what was just said, man. There's a, a lot of cool things about what you're doing, you know. Yeah, we're a, with you, man. We're with you. Yeah. But let's just halt halt every once in a while. I think about, you know, how you can how you can better how you can better mm-hmm. yourself, better the content, you know.
2: How do you feel about Bram Riddle saying
1: it? He said it too.
2: Yeah, he says it almost Damn like, it! Like, oh, like I never heard that. He's Egyptian. I don't know. Like I don't know. Like they, that's the <laughs> thing with this. Like it's so hard to like. Uh, that's like that's that's where like. I, for me, that's kind of proof that like, yo, just take yourself out of it. Like prescribe to your own thing, but like never like like yeah, if he says it he says it, right? Like right. if someone else wants to tell him that's wrong or if someone else yeah. wants to like, you know, beat the shit out of him or something. But like no, uh, that's their priority. But yeah. like, you know, like I don't like his, I don't like his music anyway, so kind of, <laughs> Ram like, Riddles yeah, man. Yeah, it's my brother bumps it all the time. Oh
1: <laughs> man, yeah, Ram Riddles is someone I've uh I don't know, man. He something about him just. Uh, I, I everyone I has like a it. shitty Ram Riddle story. I feel like. <laughs> yeah, you know, actually, yo, a
2: friend of a friend but, of mine met Ram. Uh, Randy, yeah, and actually, he's just, like the worst person.
1: <laughs> yo, shout out Marusha. She has a great story <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. about exactly. the time she interacted with Ram Riddles. Man, oh. apparently yeah. he yeah. was a huge dick. Yeah,
2: <laughs> but, yeah, I hear that all the time. Like I go to like restaurants, like I go, like there's a shisha place you go to in Mississauga, yeah. and the guy's like, "Yeah, Ram Riddles came and uses like, the worst." <laughs> I'm just like, I'm hearing this from like my waiter yeah. at a restaurant, like this is crazy. Um, Yo,
1: Rams, man, you gotta you got that Drake cosign, like, <laughs> but yeah. you can still be a better person, you
0: know? Yeah. But, Hey, they're problematic faves. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> I think Rams Rams sound is kind of kind of new when it dropped, like the the video was all odd. Yeah. Like, I kind of like that that oh, concept.
2: sweeter man video? Yeah. Yeah,
0: sweeter yeah, man yeah. video. I mean, there are songs that I uh, can't listen to for the rest of my life, but <laughs> there are actually some songs that I kind of like. Yeah. Like, there's a song he dropped, know which I actually listened to. Um, he calls himself, he also calls himself uh, Mr. Ramrod. Oh, I hate that. <laughs> so, I hate that so much. Uh,
2: no, yeah, honestly, I can't even hate the guy doing his thing, but, uh, yeah, yeah the music's not for me. There are some songs that are like, I ain't gonna lie, I listened to them on repeat for a while, you know? Um, you know, Sweeter Sound was, you know, that was my jam for a bit, <laughs> yeah. a couple weeks, but, uh, yeah, you know, like, I'm not a huge fan of kind of... We're
1: inadvertently movie. giving plugs to all the people yeah. that so <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. are saying, yeah, yeah. It's going back to, like,
2: I don't really get his vision. Like, you were talking about vision before. I'm not, like, I don't see the vision, but, like, I mean, that's me. Like, I might be, that just might be, like, my kind of, sort of. Oh, no,
0: no, I'm not, I'm just talking about for that video. Yeah. Like, it was kind of, kind of different. When it it was like, different.
2: No, yeah, and it was like you're definitely yeah. right. It was just like it was new. It was definitely disruptive. It were, yeah. people were like, "Wait, what's going on?" It turned some heads, and people were like, "This is this is weird." Yeah. Or like, maybe I like it, maybe I don't like it. it was definitely like something different, especially coming out of GTA. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah exactly.
2: And that, that that was
1: also a big part of his come up around here too. It's like, yo he's just some university kid who, you know, Ryerson. Yeah, yeah, yeah Ryerson. exactly. it was from Ryerson, Ryerson That's right. And he got, you know, Drake did this remix of his song, mm-hmm. right? That was the kind of turning point. um you know, speaking on his his vision or where his kind of intent lies as like a as a musician or as an artist, I think. Uh, do you think it's fair to say that uh, Lil B is a kind of like father, or you know, like yeah, what's the word I'm looking for? He's just like he's a a founding father of this kind of realm, especially within hip hop and rap and R and B, where. The, like, ambiguity between whether this is serious or whether uh, this is a joke.
2: The young young leans of the world. Exactly, right? The spooky blacks of the world. Exactly. Where, (laughs) Where
1: the allure of, like, this is, like, kind of funny... But also kind of good, and yeah, and you don't know, yeah, you don't know where it kind of sits S- Spooky in the music. Like, man, that guy can sing. Oh
2: man, you know?
1: that guy's good. That whole crew, man, do not sleep oh, on that man. crew. That whole crew is I even, great. I don't even
2: know who else is in the group. I just know Spooky Black.
1: There's a uh, there's a guy named Bobby Raps okay. who actually has uh, some songwriting on the new Weekend album, which oh, is pretty really? big. Yeah, cool. they all work with uh, this uh, big. I think he's a producer. Uh, named Doc McKinney who was was a big part of House of Balloons, right? Um, So when The Weeknd came out with this album uh, very early on he was like, yo, just letting you all know I'm I'm getting back with that House of Balloons like production team and Doc was a big part of that. Um, So in the kind of time that The Weeknd has been, you know, going wild, uh, Doc McKinney is also, he started working with Bobby, started working with, um, I guess like The Standard was their kind of like group name. Bobby Robson and Spooky are kind of at the forefront of that. Mm. There's a producer Alan named Kingdom's Simon, there, right? yeah, Alan Kingdom oh, for sure. yeah, he's yeah, he's absolutely. That, yeah. Um, and again, it's so cool. It's like, oh, you know, you got Alan Kingdom on this Kanye song, All Day or whatever it is, yeah, and they're yeah. all just kind of mm-hmm. they're they're underneath it all, kind of yeah. helping out. But um, but yeah, it's just like Ram Riddles is a, a prime example. Like, it's cool because like Spooky and uh, Spooky Buck and and that whole crew is like the music they're making uh, is like yeah, it's it's one, it's good, but two, it it doesn't. Um, when you listen to the music you're like okay it seems like yeah they they are taking this kind of seriously you see that first spooky black video where it's just like this scrawny little white kid with like a do-rag on and a yeah, magic yeah. turtleneck mm. that's when you're like okay what's going on here this yeah, is a joke right yeah um, there's
2: one where he's wearing like a vaseline shirt I don't yeah know exactly <laughs> I don't remember what song is but it's yeah he's wearing like a vaseline shirt like it looks like you got a free shirt right and he's, like he's like yeah but like the song is really good yeah and his voice is amazing yeah. right but Pulse, he was supposed apparently he was supposed to be on the connie album like there was rumors really? that he was gonna be on the connie album oh. yeah but then Post malone made the cut i guess but he oh,
0: did okay. wow damn Pulse malone. but do you think he would have made it with like that song would have blew up without him wearing the do-rag and just wearing jeans and like a white t-shirt what was or song? if like what was it? What was uh, like without
1: you, without you, without, you yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like imagine, I mean, a yeah, great song. I mean, it's a great song. And what I mean, if it Re- was like Reason a legitimate video, but, right?
2: I think Reason was better. Reason was if, uh, super. Reason good. was really good. I still yeah. listen to Reason, but yeah. um, uh, yeah, I, I don't know, maybe. I think like,
1: like, what if it was like a you know quote unquote serious video? There was like you know really like beautiful visuals. It wasn't kind of done in the style of like a like a camcorder or yeah, like because yeah. that's how it was all done. He's just standing in a field, yeah, and he's just like yeah. I mean. You know, a big part of so many people's music come ups right now is like not showing their face. You know, Nav is a prime yeah, example yeah, of someone the weekend. Of, well, the mean, the weekend exactly. Right. Exactly. Um, ahead, right? Um, for, for whatever reason they choose to do that, you know, whether it's for to create like a sense of mystery, um, kind of like sad realities that maybe they think like their physical appearance won't help their publicity. Um, yeah. You know, yeah. Which is, uh, like I said, just a kind of sad reality of yeah. the industry, I suppose. Um, but yeah, just going back to that idea of Ram Riddles kind of falling in that category of like someone you don't know if it's a yeah. if it's like how it all started for him whether he was like this is gonna blow or if it was just him and three other dudes in a basement just like it is right now yeah. and like uh, a hookah machine <laughs> and his <laughs> yeah. buddy who's just like yo I made this beat on FL you know yeah yeah and uh, his name Chilla the yeah exactly yeah, yeah. exactly he went to like high
2: school with a bunch of my boys yeah and yeah. <laughs> and
1: you think about like how simple that beat is yeah. and like how ridiculous the lyrics are in Sweeter Man right it's like. Yeah
2: yeah yeah no, he's,
1: he somehow he somehow kind of found the formula and to this day the thing is is because of where he's at now if anyone were to pose that question with him like yo like are you yeah. just riding like a mass amounts of luck because of a joke you made is like yeah, now yeah. popping off you never know, right? you never know. but it's, he, either way he's able to create music and he's, he's yeah, doing so. i think it comes,
2: even like for like if you look at spooky black or even like someone like young lean it's about again about being disruptive and like turning heads and being like Yo, like no publicity is back. It's, I think like even Tyler was kind of like a like with his whole movement when he started, like something I'll never forget. Like even from like a business point of view, um, like I love this about Tyler. When Wolf came out, he's like, "This album's gonna be the shittiest album you've ever heard." <laughs> yeah, he, like that's how he promoed the album. He's like, "This is gonna be the worst album you've ever heard." Uh, like like th- it's it's gonna be garbage. And and like that just makes people be like okay wait what? is this guy serious is yeah. he putting out a trash, mm-hmm. yeah. it. Like, a trash album I gotta listen to like if it's a trash yeah. I gotta listen to this and like fire songs yeah some really like yeah. you know like he has some of his like I and I don't know I didn't like Cherry Bomb that much right but like I think like Wolf like some like almost his peak there so yeah like, I agree. yeah like he, he uh, you know some songs like Rusty or like um, Domo Twenty Three. Jamba. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think like he really like yeah, that amazing album, right? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and like yeah, you look at the album cover and it's like him holding an inhaler, wearing a wig or something. Yeah, like that. yeah, something exactly. Like, ridiculous, you know. And then you watch like the Tamale video and yeah. it's just like Ooh. three minutes of like just like like just like ludicrous videos. Pure ADHD. Yeah. yeah. And then like and then the last minute is like answer and it's like him like smoking a cigarette on a mic and it's like this is the most like raw like you yeah. know like vulnerable, Very thing intimate I've ever thing. seen. Yeah. And it's like this guy's a genius. Uh, is this guy a genius? Yeah. Or, you know, like, is he just crazy? <laughs> yeah. You know? Um, yeah, I love oh, Tyler. I, like, I'm not even a huge fan of his music. I just love Tyler. Just him as yeah. a person. Yeah, man. I love Tyler. I, like, I'll really, respect that guy, like, forever. Yeah. Mm. yeah.
0: He know? really did it all on his own. Yeah. Yeah, Like, man. he created an empire, like, what? A magazine, um, an clothing. app, clothing, music. He put, like, Six people on. They have their own careers. Yeah. yeah. Um, the fashion show. You could
2: argue like like Frank's career wouldn't be the same without Tyler. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah that's probably like you definitely are. I mean, like you know, he probably would have found his own. One, but yeah. like you know, I think you, like Tyler and Frank definitely like pushed each other. Oh for like, sure. it was like a it was definitely like a team effort there.
1: Earl as well. Yeah. Huh? Earl as well. All those good. The internet.
2: Right? I love the internet. Yeah. Oh my great. goodness. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know the rest of the camp. I'm not too familiar with. Right. Fortunately, but like uh, it seems like a lot of talented dudes. Oh
1: absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. And yeah, just. The, the idea of them all kind of working together and having Tyler at the forefront of it, being so uh, committed to, as we keep yeah, we keep talking about, the vision, right? Yeah, or, yeah. Or whatever it was for them, being these kind of like suburban kids from California, right? Uh,
2: yeah.
1: And kind of being stuck in there too. It's just like a, such a common theme and so much yeah. of stuff, right? Like all across the board. Yeah. Um, something you also kind of mentioned earlier was like uh, uh, your interest in film, obviously not necessarily... Yeah. Uh, uh, making it right now. There's obviously a lot of projects, but uh, this past year, 2016 was was a oh, pretty man. decent movie for for films. Yeah. Right? What yeah. Uh, what were some of the the big ones for you? Recently,
2: like I've been like scrambling because I gotta get to the theater, man. Like I gotta like I like next the next like week and a half, like before school starts, or like I don't know how much time's left, but uh, I, I want to see La La Land. Oh, yeah. I really want to see um, what was the other one? Manchester by the Sea. Yes, I really yeah. want to see Moonlight. I really want to see Lion. Right. Um, I saw couple weeks ago um, I saw Arrival which if you haven't seen that movie go watch that movie. Really? eh? I think uh, it's arguably one of the best movies of 2016. Really? Have
1: you seen the movie Melancholia? Have you heard of that movie? Uh,
2: I have heard of that. Who's
1: uh, I think it's uh, Kristen Dunst Kristen Dunst or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of people, the few people that I do know who watched it said that uh, it was kind of like a rehashing of that but I haven't seen either of them so I'd be... Oh, really? Yeah. Um, This kind of idea... Uh, from what I understand, right, of this, like, you know, uh, extraterrestrial presence kind of being there, but none of it is very, none of it is explicit, it's all just this kind of, like, this haunting idea of, like, it being there, right? Yeah,
2: so, the director of Arrival, um, like, he, like, he, so, it's Dennis, I can't pronounce his last name, it's a French last name, he's from Quebec, he's Canadian, Mm -hmm. right, which is, like, Canadians blowing up everywhere, right, um, yeah, he did. So he did Sicario. And he did Prisoners.
1: Oh, he did Sicario as well. Yeah. Right? So that's a good movie. those oh, are like, Prisoners.
2: Oh, yeah. Man. Prisoners, is great movie. I, like I've been talking about this like nonstop. Like even with my coworkers, like a lot of my co-workers coworkers really into film. Right. Uh, like, but yeah, the, he's great director. Um, yeah. Even the guy, like the guy who directed La La Land, is uh, uh, Damien Chazelle. I think that's how you pronounce his name. Okay. He's the one who did Whiplash. And oh And that man. was like two years old. Two two years ago. Yes. Um, Twenty fourteen. Amazing movie. I love that movie. Uh, if my coworkers ever listen to this, gonna be like, this guy's fucking talking about Whiplash again. Oh like, man, it's yeah, such a good movie. This guy movie. needs it's to shut movie. the hell up about Whiplash, especially <laughs> really because like movie. my coworkers won't listen to me and they won't watch Whiplash. So if y'all if y'all wow. listen to this, like, you're sleeping. Yo, yeah. yeah, y'all are <laughs> sleeping. Um, and uh, um, yeah, so like, yeah, I, I mean, I, I honestly like this pa- the past two weeks because everything in my mind is like these new movies I gotta see. Right. I saw Rogue One, which is really really good. Yeah. Uh, earlier this year, I saw the Nice Guys, which is really good. Nice, yeah, um, you guys, did I see that one or no? I have not uh, yet. Man. No, it looks good. So that's uh, yeah. It's Ryan Gosling and um, Russell Crowe. That's right. Yeah. So it's directed by Shane Black, who did um, he he did the third Iron Man. Uh, he did all like all the lethal weapons.
1: Really? Yeah,
2: he's really into like the whole buddy cop kind of motif. Yeah,
1: but this people. one looked like in terms of lethal weapons and Iron Man, like this one was in terms of like production, it was definitely a lot more low key and a lot more like comedy focused, right? Yeah. Have you
2: seen Kiss Kiss Bang Bang? Yeah. Yeah, you've seen that one, Shane yeah. Black as well. Okay. So okay, it's okay. almost like he took the same motive for that film and just completely redid it. Right. It's like kind of like um, L. A uh missing girl uh these two like reluctant cops like cop-esque right, sort of right, characters right. like one's like a pi the other one's like a, i don't even know what he does yeah and they get together and they're like looking they like kind of push into this together uh and it's just yeah like it's like you know it's like it's it's it's, it's not like a, the best film but like it's just really well done like he's really perfected what the whole buddy cop yeah, yeah. so I'm trying a to niche
1: think. for sure yeah
2: i'm trying to think what else. Uh, I saw 2016. Was and
1: if not 2016, like a movie that came out this year, like what yeah. are some films that have kind of resonated with you? Um, I also, you I, I'm
2: at the TIFF Theater, and I don't know if the event is still on, but they had this Bearded Away.
1: Oh, the, nice, man. The,
2: the Hayao Miyazaki right, right, um, right. sort of, they uh, yeah, had like an event where they showed like a, like all of these films A bunch
1: like, of them. So. I do remember that happening. Yeah, yeah, so
2: I saw Princess Mononoke. Oh, um, man. Amazing Just the film. best, man. Just the best. And like, watching I believe like one of... The, like it was like film wise, like I was like, This is amazing. You yeah. Know, like to see that on a huge like on a big screen. Um I loved it. It was amazing. Um so that was like I saw that last week. Um what else? Um yeah, 2016 was a good year, but it's for a, weird, for a weird reason. Like,
1: I can't, I'm not... Hey, no, fair enough. I mean, I think a lot of the time you end up watching movies that don't even come out this year, but you watch yeah. them this year, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, like, I watched that movie Seven for the first time this year. You know, oh, Brad Pitt, yeah, yeah, Morgan yeah. Freeman? <laughs> <Good movie>. David <laughs> learned, Fincher, yeah. Yeah, I only watched that this year. Uh, oh, yeah? I mean, super, super good movie, but... What's in the box, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Crazy movie. Um, yeah, That
2: the, I was just talking to someone knows. about this today. David Fincher has this, like, uh, I was talking to someone about, this, I'm guessing, Zodiac? Yeah. Yeah, so he directed that as well, about the Zodiac Killer. Um, he has this ability to, like, make your skin crawl. Yeah. And with Seven, like, he did absolutely, like, the oh, exact for same sure. thing. Uh, he does the same thing with Zodiac. Like, uh, just some of those moments, like, where you think it's, like, uh, I, I don't know. It's been a while since I've seen it. Yeah. But I was talking about it today. Really, really kind of just, like, makes your skin crawl. Yeah. Really, like, he's really good at that. And then, like, he'll yeah. go do something like the social network.
1: Yeah, Which, exactly. for
2: its own reasons, is also, like, very, very, like, kind of like eerie and it's kind of got like well, this guy's like almost a social social yeah, yeah. Guy, but like uh it's like a completely different sort of tone of film yeah
1: absolutely yeah let's yeah. let's actually talk about that for a second I, my theory is that the social network was the biggest exaggeration because mark there's no way mark zuckerberg there's no way mark zuckerberg was can be anything more than just like this like Pleb man.
2: Do you watch? Not do you really. watch these videos when they pull come up? Yes, time? I
0: can't handle, bro. Man,
2: this guy is like one of the richest people on the on earth, and he, like, he, you know for a fact that he's getting like hours and hours, putting like millions of dollars in a PR training, and he still sounds like he's always talking like he's like breaking a sweat, like he's like <laughs> yeah. he's like having a real hard time, right? Yeah. Um, and he's just he gets in front of the camera and he's like he just like I don't know like what it is. So, I mean, it, for that reason, like, I think, I think like, Eisenberg definitely portrayed, like, a very kind of, it seems realistic, right? Yep. And it seems like, like, Zuckerberg wants to be the Steve Jobs, and he wants to be, like, yeah. like that eccentric, yeah. kind of, like, charismatic That's right. business leader. But, like, it just doesn't
1: come. And out. have this wild backstory, right? Because, yeah, in that movie, yeah. that just seems like its own, like, to, if you, yeah. Yeah, to, it's definitely exaggerated. For, yeah. Uh, yeah. And they're just, like, yeah, even just, like, you know, the scenes where... Uh, where, like, Andrew Garfield and him and, like, Justin Timberlake who's playing, like, the Napster guy. Yeah. They're all in that room and, like, Andrew Garfield snapping on him because he's just yeah. like, yo, like, you've dumped me from the company or whatever. And, you know, Jesse Eisenberg's just sitting there, like, yeah, like you said, like, scene. sociopathic, scene, yeah. very apathetic. Uh, he's not yeah he's not showing any emotion i'm like you know there's no way mark zuckerberg wouldn't have been so shitting true. his pants if yeah. like that was real life man you
2: know, he says that he has a sick line he's like uh, he's like when i come back i'm coming for it all asshole yeah something like that and i'm like that's great like yeah really i thought I, I, I really enjoyed the film you're definitely right it's definitely like exaggerated <laughs> yeah it's, I, it's, I don't say, know yeah, something about mark zuckerberg are, right? man but mm. um yeah i don't know good good film but yeah i, I mean back to the question of like movies in the last I guess year in recent past X Machina was a good one. Oh yes, um, man! That's a really good movie for if anyone was listening who hasn't heard uh, seen that, go watch that.
1: Yeah, Oscar Isaac, what a yeah. what a killer in yeah, that movie, man!
2: Um, yeah, he was good. Like I'm, I don't know, I don't want to get into Star Wars talk because. I'm, like nerd out on that oh but,
1: man yeah me yeah, too but, I, I won't get into it yeah too, yeah promise. but uh no yeah like what a superb
2: actor like, yeah. I, like I like him in everything that he's in yeah he's that's just right like a, uh yeah just a really good
1: really yeah i mean even guy. man he got the x-men role like shout out to him you know like yeah, that I was mean, pre- like, that he's was getting, just, he's
2: getting the x-men money but yeah. that i i kind of gotta i hated that that X-Men. was like, yeah that was super, thing, super, yeah, super, super super bad x-men yeah we're talking about like civil war killed last year every superhero movie like was did not touch civil war that like killed every superhero yeah, movie without last year. doubt. Even Deadpool was like disappointing. It was really? good. It was good. Oh. I was I don't know. I feel like eighty percent of the movie was in the trailers.
1: It didn't feel like a superhero movie, right? You're just yeah. kind of like you laughed at the jokes, but you're like, yeah. Feel I don't feel like I'm leaving this theater thinking. it's Yeah, a movie. I don't
2: know. I'm I'm excited for the next one because they were really constrained for budget. No one thought this movie would ex- succeed. Yeah. So like I can kind of give them a pass to sort of like if it didn't meet like my expectations or if all the jokes were in the trailer. Right. Then like mm-hmm. you know the next one will be huge. Um, and like because they know the potential that's right Um, so maybe the next one will be really good but uh, yeah I think Civil War like honestly like I think that's the peak of like I don't think they'll get better than that like the Marvel movies yeah. um, especially because like every Marvel movie is like for the most part like pretty like mediocre to like they're like average
1: it's just too much of them for you to be able yeah. to kind of respect them right yeah, and the thing yeah. is is like if they try and do civil war again and add more characters it's going to be it's sensory ridiculous. overload right there's no was, way that they're going to be able to contain i don't
2: know him. how the hell they're like they're like adding so many more characters like, <laughs> oh doctor strange is like the worst superhero movie like last really time. oh no suicide squad and then doctor strange. oh yeah.
1: you didn't doctor like strange. doctor strange right
2: No, I hated
1: it. It No way. Yeah, I thought
2: the villain was flat. I thought Rachel McAdams was the most pointless. Like, way to to underuse like an amazing actress. Just women in general. That movie, they were hundred percent used. Yeah, that's like a whole other conversation. That's right. right, Yeah. Want to get into like the whole feminist... That's true. I mean, a good
1: friend of mine said that like besides Tilda Swinton, there were no women who were given any role besides just being like consoling or submissive or being like a romantic partner. Yeah. That was the only thing they had in that movie. Yeah. Yeah. I just like.
2: Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, so, like, way to underuse, like, a, a, like an a- like A-list actor. Um, I thought Tilda Swindle was kind of cool. I thought the magic fighting was cool. But I thought the story was flat. I thought...
1: And also, where's that Asian representation yeah, when, like, I, yeah, when you absolutely. get the white where's, where's, actress, you know?
2: Cumberbatch's American accent was, like, meh.
1: Yeah, he literally <laughs> sounded like... Did he not sound like a uh, House? Did he not sound like, uh, I can't remember this actor's name. Hugh number. Laurie. Hugh Laurie literally yeah. sounded like he was ripping him off.
2: Yeah, no, you know, Um. he, it was, on. yeah, it sounded like he was making fun of an American accent. Yeah. Like a British guy making fun of like, yeah, yeah I like hot dogs and baseball. <laughs> like, it was just like, it, I don't know, it wasn't, uh, I don't know. It was, it, yeah, like I said, it had some redeeming qualities, like the, the magic I thought was kind of cool. Like, yeah. It was just like really tropey, like really like kind of like, oh, we got a formula, let's reuse it again, guys. Yeah. Oh, sure real,
0: real quick on representation. I just realized the other day that Jake Gyllenhaal was in The Prince of Persia. Yeah. How? Yeah. Like, <laughs> how? Yeah. Um, Where are you from, Jake? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Go ahead. Michigan. Yeah, probably, Like, it's so Carolina. bad right now. Like, yeah. Yeah. even right now, it's so bad. I know we're getting some people that are yeah, kind of yeah. breaking yeah. open the door, but, like, we need that. Especially in movies. It's in TV, for yeah. sure. Yeah, TV's
2: to get be even better. Uh, yeah. Movies, yeah, I know you're right. And that's another example of, like, Man, like, oh, Jake Gyllenhaal's problematic because he was a Prince of Persia, but he's a superb actor. Like, yeah, he super- super- Jake-, Jake Gyllenhaal, like, killed it in Nightcrawler. Yeah, he killed yeah. it in Prisoners. He's, Enemy. Like, he- yeah i haven't movie. seen enemy yet but it's not that's that's another one by dennisville that's right yeah you'll
1: have to watch it a couple times yeah no it's on my
2: list um he's yeah he's a superb actor but like yeah he's getting shit for being yeah and that was a shit movie i watched like half of it <laughs> um prince of persia i watched like yeah maybe even less like 30 percent of it and i was like that's right. i'm done with this uh which sucks because like uh i love those games man yeah. those games are amazing um, Any of those Prince of Persia games. Yeah, that's I mean, we do, man. They come in, like, they ruin this shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I can Forever always guarantee you meant. that, like, that Ghost in the Shell movie starring yeah. Scarlett Johansson yeah. Oh, yeah. will probably be, like, will just fall flat. Yeah,
1: yeah. I, I, you know, there's a little part of me that hopes that it comes out super good, but, again, yeah. it's it's still a, a defining kind of point of the movie, right? Yeah, it,
2: I gotta watch, like, the source. I gotta watch, like, the originals. Yeah, like, kinda, those... I, mean, I gotta go back and watch All it.
1: the anime is, like, is a, a trip, I mean... Yeah, anyone listening if you haven't watched it at least take a gander into it i think uh, yeah. a lot of cool philosophical and uh just kind of like yeah societal or social theory kind of behind a lot of what is written yeah. um, a lot of like self-identity i mean just the, the title in itself right uh ghost and shell um yeah has a, has a lot of cool kind of background talk um yeah. which i think is pretty sweet um something something you also mentioned before we were we started recording is that uh i mean we've obviously on this podcast something that we find ourselves talking a lot about is rap and hip-hop it's yeah. something deeply embedded into you know our interests and and uh yeah and, and a lot of the things that we like to kind of poke fun at but uh yeah you you've felt like uh you've been kind of leaning away from it the past a while eh? is that something that you still kind of feel or you feel like you know all the trap yeah, yeah. stars have kind of found their way back into your, back into I don't know, like, I feel like every, I don't know,
2: like, I don't I don't know, like, I, like my, a lot of my friends like trap music, a lot of my friends like rap music, yeah. so, like, you know, like, I'm definitely, it's definitely there, it's not like I don't, like, it's not, like, it within my circle. And
1: I think a, a lot of the time, it's just, like, it's right now, especially, with, yeah. you know, rap, hip-hop being at the forefront of, of so much music, yeah. uh, and also being, like, so embedded, like, bro, I, I don't know about you, but just, like, having older like brown cousins in the GTA, like G Unit is forever oh, in a yeah, part of man. my life. You yeah, know, yeah. <laughs> like, that's no, just inevitable. I think like, I have
2: like one cousin like that, but like uh, no, yeah, I definitely have like, experience. <laughs> that, like, oh man, like, Drake shit, yo, like yo, what is this little yachty shit? And yeah. like, yeah, I mean, like, that, I mean, I like, I don't listen to little yachty or like Lil z or like, yeah. I'm not like into like. They definitely have some like catchy songs and mm. like you know, um, you know, like it, it's definitely I see the value in it. But, like, I just, it's like oversaturated for me at this point. Yeah. You know, like, I need, like I was, yeah, I was saying before we started recording that, like, I need a break. Like, I need a break from Drake. <laughs> Drake is, like, the most oversaturated artist, like, on the planet. Right now. He's, like, the rock of, of, uh. rock. like, the rock <laughs> who doesn't turn down a movie. Like, he's yeah. just, like, he'll keep on, like, he'll be in a movie every month this year. Like, oh, I almost yeah. guarantee it. You we know, do. Um. And, and, like, it's like, man, give me a break. Like, I just need a break from you, right? Because yeah. it's just, like, I don't, like, I don't. I'm not excited to listen to your music yeah you know like uh like you guys have talked about Bonnie in, Vare in the past and like that was one of the albums like this past year that like I love mm, yeah um, great you know yeah great great album um and like that was like four years in the making that's right, right yeah and he had like maybe like he had a feature like on the James Blake album that's right he had like a song for like a soundtrack um here and there like he was like you know like he popped up uh you know yeah he featured on like maybe like a Kanye song here and there but right. like for the most part it was just like he was kind Of just you know, it was, like he was stewing, like that album was stewing, yeah, you know, and like that reveal. Like, I love that album, the, the, yeah. the 22 a million, the new one, yeah. Mm-hmm. I love, I love, like his whole discard, to be honest. Like, he's one of my favorite artists, um, you know, or like you know, a lot of people were really surprised when I said I'm a huge Ed Sheeran fan, yeah, but yeah, yeah, he mm-hmm. just, yeah, so he just dropped two singles, he just dropped two singles, yeah, That's right. and it's like really poppy and like you know, it's decent, um. But, like, if you go to, like, the album cuts, I think, like, his, like, uh, both of his albums are, like, I think really, really good. Very talented dude Very talented, in yeah. Like, he's, like, uh, like, a lot of people really complain about, like, the, like, uh, like these pop stars. Like, he's, like, an, a genuine singer-songwriter. Mm-hmm. Like, he writes all his stuff. Like, he writes, like, songs for, like, uh, X Factor. He writes songs for, like, One Direction. That's right. He's a very, very talented dude. Uh, I mean, like, yeah, like, what, like, who do you know? It's like he's on a song with like, like One Direction, and then on a song with like The Weekend, yeah. You know, or he's at his song with Rick Ross, yeah. You know, like, um, oh, massive. Yeah. that's massive. <laughs> yeah, you, know, you got to like, get uh, the boss co sign yeah. <laughs> to make it out here, right? Yeah. So like, yeah, so like I feel like with with like this mixtape culture, it's just like hip hop is too saturated, and mm-hmm. like I really, really kind of enjoy that like sort of. Like that build up and like that wait right. for like a lot of these artists and like that's just personal taste, right? right. Like I said, like my friends listen to trap and rap music. Yeah. you know, like that, that's what they play in the car. That's like what they like. For sure. Um, and then they roast me for like Ed Sheeran, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it never <laughs> gonna happen. But like, for sure. uh, uh, you know, but like it's uh, um, yeah, I'm just like I'm, I'm like it's too oversaturated that kind of that genre, in my opinion. Yeah. Especially because like it feels like there's a new artist every other week. Oh, yeah, that's man. true, you absolutely, know, it's, and it's so hard to keep up, you know. It's so got like, to you keep gotta up, be like yeah. on high or complex like every single day, and like I know my, some, I know friends who do that, right. right? And it's not just for like the music or the hip hop. It's because like they're like plugged into the culture and it really matches them. They want to like, know who's. I next, love that right? about them, you know. Like and like they're like like super plugged into that culture, um, but like uh, to me that just like sounds exhausting. You yeah, know? Like, that's just like, yeah. like damn, man. Good for you. Like, yeah,
1: I guess it, I guess it is a hobby in in one way, right? Yeah, just it kind is. Of right, looking up who's next and. Kind of going for it that way, but yeah, yeah, relatively exhausting for the most part. And two, like, there's just so many different sounds, and like, yeah. a lot of the time, uh, there's like, yeah, to kind of like only ever be experiencing like one kind of like emotion or feeling. One yeah, type of way, yeah. just kind of listening to one genre, you know. Uh, yeah, no,
2: it's definitely good to like, yeah, yeah. and like, oh, like, spread it out. Uh, like, if like Drake drops an album, like, like uh, although he is super saturated, like, he's still killing it. Like, if Drake yeah. drops an album this year, I'll listen to
0: that. Yeah, and, for sure. You know, um, that more life. Yo. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you don't know about that. Yeah, yet. Yeah, yeah. Soon. Oh, yeah, he is dropping it. Off. Like, re- was he just
2: supposed to be like rec- I don't know what it was it like was a playlist or something. A playlist something. Mm, of I'm, songs. Yeah, I have no idea what he's doing, but yeah. Like, uh, um, yeah, like I listened to the Weekend album. I thought that was decent. Yeah. That was pretty good. Uh, like I listened to the Kid Cudi album. Right. You know, I think like it's more like these institutions. Like when people st- like stick around, that's when I like I'll pay it some more attention. Right. You know, like so if Little Yaddy's around in a year and a half, right. And he's still relevant, then like yeah, maybe I'll listen to Little Yaddy. For sure. To, to see
1: it. what he's really done. To, yeah. Maybe I'll
2: listen to Little Yaddy mm, to
1: hold on to. Something right.
2: Like that. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. You know. um... Yeah, like I still like Travis Scott. Like I was, like I had days before. Rodeo was like a, a, an amazing album that is or my, whatever. It was. That's my favorite one too. Yeah, time. I thought Rodeo was decent. I didn't listen. I honestly didn't even listen to Birds in the Trap or whatever it was called. Yeah, was
1: called. it's a it's a it's essentially a bunch of B sides to. To rodeo. to rodeo yeah, yeah. And he's got a
2: new one coming out too right that's another thing like something, why like yeah. take a break dude yeah like, you know true. like give us some time to miss you yeah i yeah. honestly like too much travis scott like you know and like i, I mean i think he's like he's a talented guy and like yeah. his songs are good. i think the song on the, the kid Cudi album was pretty good yeah. Yeah. you know um yeah he's got like he's definitely got some chops and like something especially producer wise like right he's not the greatest rapper yeah but, <laughs> he's very weak rapper yeah, yeah, yeah but um yeah yeah like i don't i don't know like it's Like, yeah, I think Birds in the Trap was way too close to Rodeo. Uh, And, like, Rodeo was way too close. Like, I feel like... Like, days before, should have just been called its own thing. Yeah. Don't even, like, relate it to Rodeo, and then, like, give us a break. Yeah. Because that was, like, that's when I was first started getting into him. Like, and I listened to Al Farrell, and I thought Al Farrell was really good. Yeah. And that was kind of oh. like a teaser.
0: Yeah.
2: um, And then, like, getting into days before, it was like, okay, this is, like, yo, this guy's talented. I like this guy. Yeah. And then, like, it's just, like, I don't know, like, Rodeo fell flat. Maybe it was just, like, an actual, like, talent music thing. Like, the songs weren't as good or they weren't as well composed, but Fine. I
0: don't know. That's so interesting. You guys love Arel Farrell and um, yeah. Days Before. Yeah. I hated Al Farrell so much. Oh yeah, like to this day. Oh my <laughs> goodness, man. Mm. But I thought is that, rodeo is was good.
2: I don't. I, I was forget names. That the one with fur? It is one, yeah, with Fird, one with Yeah, the one with fur. And there's another one on there. I can't. Remember. I, honestly, I'm bad with names.
1: Bro. The album is amazing. He's got Toro y on that album. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. got. Yeah, um, he's got Meek Mill on that oh, mixtape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got bands. Um, there's a lot of. There's James Fonteroy. Yeah, on a song called yeah, Drive, yeah. like, really good song. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, um, yeah like, I mean, like, I listen to, like, I think, like, like, New artists that to prove themselves to me, like, Chance. Like, Chance, oh, I yeah, wasn't to sure. chance. Uh, and I heard this really interesting comment about Chance. It's like, Chance is, right now, what people wanted Kanye to be for Chicago.
1: Huh.
2: Ah. You know, like, he's that, like, spokesperson for Chicago. Yeah, that's Where, right. like, Kanye really fell flat, especially, like, later in his career. And, like, right. obviously we'll see where Chance goes, and you can't really compare them career-wise. That's right. Um... But like yeah, he's just putting on for the city, and like he's like you know like killing it. He's right. like he's like involved in like youth camps. He's like mm-hmm. yeah, you know like he's like, he was like um an ambassador for like the the socks right, like the baseball team. That's right, yeah. Something like that. Um, yeah, just all around like he just seems like a genuine guy. Like he's doing it right, you know. Yeah. Mm. I like I really really like his vision. Like, I, like yeah. I see his vision and I like it a lot. And I thought like um, Acid Rap and Coloring Book were both quality. quality right. Quality. They're both
1: there, yeah. The kind of like his his like positive outlook or kind of like ideas are all just they're practical. Yeah, right? like, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, if you want to talk about the uh the kind of like Kanye uh comparison then it's like it's a little bit different uh just because uh Kanye has a vision board that says he wants to make moon boots. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. and yeah, yeah. hoverboards, you know. where yeah, yeah. I'm sure in the back of Chance's mind, you know. There's a good chance that he just wants to like, you know, maybe like run like a youth program for yeah, creative yeah, writing, absolutely. you know, yeah, <laughs> which yes. are like things that he's done, you know? And that's yeah. one, it's practical. Yeah. And two, to like find funding and, and get publicity for it is like a very possible yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Moon right. Boots, different story. Yeah, you do know? you guys want to get into
2: Kanye? Like, do we have all <laughs> of oh. like, are you like, I don't know, like... Be like hey, like, we
1: always like, love hot takes, man. I don't know,
2: man. I don't know. I just like, I, I, I feel for the guy, man. Like, I just like... I want to I, I want him to be like okay. Yeah. I want him, like I want like because like you know like for anyone right. Everyone says like he's such a huge part of like like my upbringing or that's like, right you know, yeah. Like, my musical kind of sort of like like yeah my catalog of like, that's right that yeah like, yeah. Um, so like yeah I want him to be okay. Um, but yeah that's most like most I think a lot of people just kind of like use it as an excuse again to like kind of just hate on him and
1: like. It's gone yeah him you know and
2: it's, it's the same thing like this happened a few years ago when he had like the rants and like. Like, yes. I actually went on the Yeezus tour and it, was, it wasn't bad like you didn't like ran for that long right? Um, but like a lot of people were like when I was there people were, like, uh, like man why does not you shut up and play his music and I'm just like right. man look, let the man talk you know yeah. he's got something to say let him say it
1: yeah exactly like you know? you've given him this platform thus far right yeah, and like yeah. conversely in the same way that uh, a lot of people thought To Pimp a Butterfly was a shit album it's like no, 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 no! Like you gave Kendrick Lamar his platform. Yeah, and he's yeah, going yeah. to take it. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, again, the difference between what Kendrick Lamar was saying on that album versus what Kanye nice. was ranting in his, you know, at his yeah, concerts are yeah, completely yeah. different. But same idea, right? Yeah, you uh, give someone a
2: platform, let them. And look, I think a lot of people forget, like he's just a guy, right? Yeah. Like we people say stupid shit all the time, but I repeat, the thing is, the difference with him is like there's always a camera pointed at him, yeah. or there's always like social media pointed at him. So that's just my take on the thing. Like, yeah.
0: Yeah, man, yeah. Kanye. Yeah, I don't know. This man made spaceship. that yeah. was my most played song when I was a dishwasher. <laughs> really? <laughs> if you listen to spaceship, have you heard it? Oh, have you guys a, heard it? It's a great tune, man. It's uh, well, it's like a, a tune for people that are working retail. Right. Oh, pretty much, it? yeah. And how this he hates an album? it. This song called Dropout. Spaceship. Yeah, it's that like
2: sounds like. Yeah, I, that's probably one of the ones I just skip. <laughs> Usually, yeah, that's oh. interesting. Yeah, Yeah, I trust probably, me. I should probably check that. I should probably go back. Go back.
0: Yeah. Oh, and real quick. Would you buy a Bon Iver Yay collab album?
2: Yeah. You guys were talking about that a couple of weeks back. Yeah. I 100% would. Yeah. Um, I mean, like, I didn't buy Life of Pablo. I usually, like, so I'm one of those weird people. I have CDs. I don't know if you guys buy CDs. Hey, Good for yeah. you. Um, and I started doing it because I was like, man, if I love this artist, like, I'm going to, I want to support them. Like, right. I want them, like, to eat, right? Yeah. So, um, yeah, like, I, uh, I would buy that. I didn't buy Life of Pablo. Um, what I started doing, like what I used to do, was like I wouldn't listen to the album if it leaked. I wouldn't listen to it. Right. I would if I like the artist enough, I'd buy it. Right. Right. And that's for like artists like Kanye or like Kid Cudi or like yeah. or like Bonnie Right.
1: Um,
2: but I mean, now it's just like oh, listen to it. Um, I also, I have Apple Music now, so like I rarely buy an album now just because it's just
1: so much more accessible. So much right. Yeah. And like
2: yeah, and like it's it's like legal. I can like have like my conscious like yeah. and like everyone downloads. <laughs> I still download music, but like right. it's. I don't know. I just feel like, okay, like, you know, like, it's a clean way to do that. No yeah. judgment. No, no Not passing any judgment. For
1: sure. For yeah. sure. It. Uh, we're, we were all pirating scum. Yeah, time. yeah. Oh, so shut up LimeWire. Yeah, LimeWire. Yeah. Wire, you know? Yeah, Big Torn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, man. Mm. Pirate Bay. Pirate you know? Bay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Extra Torn. Yo, Big <laughs>
0: was shut down, though,
2: man. Really? It sad as hell. When did that happen? Like, like a couple months, a few months ago. I, I the movies on Damn. Like, it was so so much easier to browse in Pirate Bay. In my yeah, opinion. it was like so like it was so much easier to, like, it was like laid out really well. Oh man,
1: I didn't know Kickass was down.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Damn, I, I'm kind of yeah. hurt. Yeah.
1: <laughs> That's a sad day, man. Yeah. You know what? I think uh, I think it's about time for uh, Nabik to go to bed. Hey, you're you're coughing up a storm over here. Yeah,
0: man. Uh, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna drive coughing and then I'm gonna go home and cough some more. Nice. <laughs> but it's okay. One last thought. I thought this was cool. Um, I just saw a quick clip before I got here. And it was of um, Donald Glover, one for um, Atlanta, Best Comedy at the Golden Globes. Yes, oh, cool. It just happened, yeah. And in his speech, he said, uh, thank you to the Migos, not for being on the show, but for creating Bad and Bougie. Oh, and man. I was like, thank you. Finally, someone speaking to the community. And, yeah, you know, for real. Thanks for that. Yeah. Like I said, I listen to trap music,
2: but that song's fire. <laughs> that song's crazy, you know? Um, wow. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Good for, good for. Yeah, Donald Rubber out here, man. Um,
1: yeah, he's, oh, man. Yeah, that
2: last album was, whoa, whoa, I don't even want to get into that. It was weird. Yeah. But yeah, it was odd. I don't even know, like, if I like it or not yet. It's really? It's just, like, I've, just, I've been listening to it here and there, but, like, yeah. there's some tracks on there, I'm like, damn, this is good. Yeah. And some tracks, I'm like, this is kind of weird. Yeah. Man, yeah, you almost have
1: to detach the fact that it's him and just kind of be like, oh, this is this really neat. Yeah, album, kind of like, right? yeah, <laughs> so odd, Sort of like yeah. Yeah, who is this artist kind of deal, yeah, yeah, you know? It's, yeah, it,
2: it's almost like his 808s sort of, you know, like it's sort of like his his he's sort of di- diverging yeah, something a little exactly. Yeah. And I,
1: I mean, at the same time, right? The fact that he's he's consistently done something uh, unique with each one of his albums thus mm. far, right? Uh, where there was like just the, his like production style on Camp, where a lot of the it was like a mix of like a lot of digitally produced beats like regular hip-hop beats yeah. but he had a lot of sounds that were <laughs> uh, like live bands a lot of like live choirs yeah then you have uh because the internet and that i mean sonically was you know how yeah, yeah completely different but it also had this like deeper like script to it and like this yeah. whole it's kind of like, like a world. commentary
2: that he had on it. Yeah, exactly yeah, yeah. this whole
1: world that he created you know which making like a project with like that is very difficult right yeah, and yeah. then completely flips the script again with this album, right? It's just like yeah. let's just make a sound that like I really want to do that is not conventional. It's not what I've been doing, what I'm known for as a yeah. musician. So yeah, absolutely. uh yeah, I mean kudos to him. Like I can only imagine that like while writing for Atlanta he was making this music as well. Yeah. You know? Jeez. And you know, getting his film game on like he's gonna be in the next Star Wars this Lando yeah, Cover or whatever. Yeah, good like for him, man. man, yeah. Super super cool. So he yeah, is like yeah. ultimate hustler ultimate creative for sure yeah yeah he's a writer
2: on freaking 30, 30, rock. 30 rock yeah, yeah forever yeah. man Rachel, mm-hmm. so,
1: yeah. uh and then he did his comedy specials community as well like yeah. the guy has a very impressive resume so yeah yeah um, even if he doesn't get the credits as you know like a like a if he never gets to that kind of like drake level of music i think he will still be remembered for like Yeah, everything he did and just kind of like putting his foot into everything. Yeah, I think
2: 10 years down the line like that guy's going to be like regarded as like the Will Smith of our
1: time. Yeah, yeah, seriously. On a whole different level, yeah. 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 imagine a Childish Gambino's, well, I guess he already has a daughter but who knows what kind of what kind of things his if if he does end up becoming the uh, the next kind of Will Smith the Will Smith of our generation then yeah, yeah. who knows what kind Maybe of he'll have a weird ass
2: child yeah. that <laughs> yeah. he'll, he'll just put some nonsense on the yeah who
0: knows whatever. man yeah. Yeah. hey Jaden Smith is a prophet
2: yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he's uh he's he's one of the gems of our generation it's like the swaggiest
2: seventeen year old on the internet yeah, yeah. he's still seventeen <laughs> I, I don't know how old he is. I'm he's
0: too. seventeen in our eyes forever yeah, right? yeah man, he's like... so interesting too he'll just uh, tweet all this stuff out And then he'll <laughs> drop like a verse On a Rich the Kid song In yeah. Yeah. a video that he directed um, It was kind of good too yeah. um, So it's it's all like Left field for him I like wow, him.
2: yeah. I mean yeah He's a uh, interesting dude I'm, I'm actually like really interested To see what, what, like, what Jaden Smith Because he kind of has like The world is his oyster man Like he can oh do whatever gosh. the hell he wants yeah. And you can tell he's a creative dude So it's like You know like He might be like 18 year old Like kind of like really in his feelings or like spin some weird shit, yeah. But like, I think five six years from now, like you know, if everything kind of falls into place, he could maybe be like a, v- a real visionary in some sort of whether it's like film, yeah. whether it's Absolutely. music, whether it's TV. I don't know, but like hopefully we'll see he'll see what happens there. Yeah,
1: could kind of be the next forella here, you know? Yeah, <laughs> <Nobody> <laughs> could be. Could be. Dips his foot into everything. Yeah. Um, to conclude this episode, we certainly got a shout out Ahmed for coming through, man. Thank you again for all the hot takes. Yeah, for sharing with us a little bit about uh, your background and uh, your obviously intention moving forward with uh, with this, you know, your passion for photography and videography. Yeah. In this year, man, what are what's one big thing that you want to kind of accomplish this year when it comes to when it comes to your art?
2: Uh wow, it's a good question. I've really thought of that. Well, like I would say, like before anything, I'm a writer. Like I, yeah. I like to write, and I think like uh, actually I'll, I'll take that back a step. I'm a storyteller. Like okay. I like to tell stories. Right um and like i think in in recent years i've kind of let writing kind of um kind of fall on the back burner like i haven't really explored it that Mm. much um so like i love to like i think that's one of the most purest forms of telling stories is just writing it right or like even just telling it um i really want to get back into writing i'm actually taking a creative writing class this semester nice last semester so hopefully that'll like kickstart something uh whether it's like a short story or or you know like i want to i want to you know, commit to it to the point where it's like, I finished some sort of writing project, right. um, you know, and that's sort of where I'm at there, and uh, yeah, yeah, no, thank you guys so much for, out, like, having me, um, oh, man. you know, like, it's, um, it's always cool to just sit and chat about, like, sure. you know, like, the culture, what's going on, you know, yeah, man. You know Ram, Ram, Mr. Ramrod and Mr. shit. Mr. Ramrod. Ramrod. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, this
1: legend it's... once tweeted, if I was Punjabi, my name would be Ram in deep. Oh, man, uh, jeez. Uh, yeah, yeah. Th- that alone just speaks to uh, yeah. the magnitude of this creature, you know? Yeah,
2: but no, yeah, thank you again <laughs> for having me.
0: Uh, oh, thank you for coming out. Yeah. I know it was trek. Yeah, seriously,
1: yeah, from Oakville to deal. Pickering, man. Yeah,
2: man, no worries. It's, uh, it was uh, it was a pleasure being here. Of course. Yeah.
1: And uh, whether it be your writing endeavors or, uh, or, or more photography from, from your end, we're certainly going to... Uh, let the people see the Instagram account as well. Hopefully yeah, they can so follow you on there. Yeah. Um, and uh, until next time, Naveek, do you have anything to say to the people, man?
0: Hey, just uh, just drink a lot of water. Um, if you're coughing, know that I cough as well. Inhaler Boys is strong this year. Um, if you want to talk to anyone, uh, if you're going through that, make sure you just uh, DM me any platform. Follow me on that email, Hotmail.
1: Uh, uh, family doctors are also uh, trusted and potentially advised <laughs> for
0: uh, for coughs. And, but if yeah, you we'll need talk. advice, <laughs> just hit me up. All right. Thank you.
1: High Top Flip Flops, episode 12.
0: One more thing. Go uh, ahead. Available on Google Play, SoundCloud, and iTunes.
1: Yeah. We're going to get that uh, Red Bull sponsor for next episode, right?
0: Yeah. Well, yeah. Red Bull, uh, Hanes t-shirts. Benilin, too. Yeah. Ugh, one's alright. Nest the water, come through
2: well it's that straight rap i would kill the dress like i was dressed to kill fuck that though either way I go i'ma be the illest person here them hoes just like their hair yeah you bought it but still it was never real whisper in my ear all that cliche shit i wanna hear yeah yeah make that ho say yeah kill that pussy and tatter tear cause i'ma walk in chandelier turn your hood into a title match tables ladders chairs i was gone never there i'm a myth fucking a genie make a Wish, switch, flip on these normal motherfuckers that be thinking inside out of the box Pussy talking, pussy walk, they'll be running back to me Real them in then I'll send them back to see. If you missed then send them back to see If plan A don't work, then back to sea Back the weed and bring a black for me And if it's blast for me, then my niggas gon' blast for me the weed, we smoke so good I wouldn't ever wanna rap about it Sex so good, she don't ever wanna live without me Girl, I doubt it You were saying the same shit About that nigga that I stole you from Call her ex-boyfriend Like, thanks, bro, uh, I owe you one Hot, she you uh, and killed uh, her uh, just uh, like uh, she was just to uh, kill, 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 kill her